0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state and the White House. You are listening to The John petro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on what is certainly, boy, this is so far, folks, the nicest day of this new year. Today is Wednesday, February 26th. It's 106 in the afternoon, and I am proud to report to you right now. That the temperature is 53 degrees. And depending on where you are, it could actually even be 54, and then or it could even be 50, depending on where you're. The question the point is, it's over 50 degrees. That's the, the most important thing is the fact that the temperature is in fact um, well, I, I'm actually I'm seeing in Boston it's 48 degrees. But anyhow, well in Rhode Island, it's over 50 degrees. There's the good news. So and you're listening to the John DePietro show. Check, this the uh, temperature. Well, just 48. Look at this, Rhode Island leading the pack. All right, here we go. Now, ooh, all right. Well, certain parts of Rhode Island are certainly uh, warmer than others. But the point is, it's a nice sunny day, and we have the full hour. We're going to talk to our friend Lynn Miller. Uh, of She is the one that's been leading the movement against fast facts and, and uh, some of the crooks that have been trying to sell uh Metacomet. We're gonna talk to her coming up. But folks, I want to remind you, listen, it's a nice day, and why not get out of the house and head over to Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa. Tell them I sent you 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet, where they have they have delicious calzones and sausage and pepper. And right now they have those fantastic zeppelas and their so everything is fresh. And it's delicious. And it's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see my friends Ron and Melissa. They have the delicious Italian Zopolis real boiled cream inside. Folks, we're getting closer. Next month, St. Patrick's Day, St. Joseph's Day. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Try some of the delicious Trump chocolate donuts. They're waiting for you at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's John DePietro. Some of the big news of the day. You know, it's... um. By the way, uh, the situation with Tiger Woods, apparently he was speeding, swerving, flipped. His legs have now been pierced together with rods and screws. It was interesting to watch yesterday. Boy, the, the, um, the news stations went into total breaking news mode. But I'm just looking at some of the other headlines. Springsteen fined $540 for drinking tequila in a national park. And the DUI was, was dropped. But um, this weekend... President Trump is going to speak at CPAC, and it's a big deal. It'll be his first speech. And as I mentioned in the 11 o'clock hour, um, even Mitt Romney, even a former Massachusetts governor, now senator from Utah, Mitt Romney, even he is saying the fact that he, it is still the Trump party. And if you're a Trump supporter, let's face it, it's been a tough couple of months. But I think the president is going to deliver a tremendous speech. I think he's going to love the energy. Uh, he did call into Fox last night and talked about Tiger Woods. And uh, he honored Tiger Woods at the White House. He gave him the Medal of Freedom, which, of course, was a huge honor. Plus the president, obviously, a, a big golfer himself. But it was terrific. And I'll tell you someone who's under fire, though, and it's, and it's wrong, and he will push back. But it is, in fact, Tucker Carlson and uh, President Trump, Tucker Carlson. I love this. I want to play. This is Tucker last night on Fox News channel. Tucker Carlson saying, I can't find anything about QAnon. So it's worth finding out where the public is getting all this false information, this disinformation, as we'll call it. So we checked. We spent all day trying to locate the famous QAnon, which in the end we learned is not even a website. If it's out there, we could not find it. Then we checked Marjorie Taylor Greene's Twitter feed because we have heard she traffics in disinformation, CNN told us. But nothing there. Nothing there. I'll tell you what is there. What is there is what Joy Behar did this morning on The View, which is Joy Behar is basically now encouraging violence against Fox News Channel Tucker Carlson. This is the first voice you're going to hear is the Sonny Holsten, and they're upset about Tucker Carlson. And then Joy Behar says he needs to be taken uh, by force and kidnapped, zip ties, uh, silenced permanently, and tied up and tortured in the corner. This is what it sounded like. black
1: Capitol police officer saying that he was called racial slurs at that insurrection. I was disgusted by
2: what Tucker Carlson said. How dare he say there was no evidence of white supremacy there? There was evidence
3: everywhere.
0: Right. Joy, what was your takeaway from this? here it comes, folks.
3: Tucker Carlson needs to be, you know, tied up and put in the, uh, the corner somewhere, so we never hear from him again. I have a, I have a couple. Of-
0: you know, that is again this this theme of encouraging violence. You know, we know. How about you know? Last night in Rochester, they were climbing over the fences at the police station to go after the police uh, over what was happening. So, but and and all of this. Because Tucker Carlson mentioned with Merrick Garland, this is what they're so upset about. Oh, hold on. That was, um oh, first of all, let me play. This is President Trump talking about uh, Tiger Woods.
3: He's getting... Uh- the back in shape and then a thing like this happens he's had a big problem as you know with his back for a long period of time and it's amazing he won the masters and he won the masters
0: with a bad back which tells you the level of talent is incredible right and uh, he's been working on that and then he has this happen it's just uh, tragic Tragic.
3: You know, Mr. President, you gave,
2: uh, awarded the Medal of Freedom to Tiger Woods in 2019. Let's listen to what you had to say about him then, and then we'll get your thoughts on the other side. In the presence
3: of a true legend. Uh, In the presence of a true legend. An extraordinary athlete who has transformed golf and achieved new levels of dominance. That's right. He's also a great person. He's a great guy. Tiger introduced countless new people to the sport of golf from every background and from every walk of life. He inspired millions of young Americans with his thrilling wire-to-wire victories. Tiger Woods is a global symbol of American excellence, devotion, and drive.
1: Yep.
2: And in that speech, you also talked about how he's a comeback kid and how he's been able to overcome a All number right. of obstacles. So maybe we'll see him back out on the golf course after this.
0: Well, I hope so. He uh, he's overcome
3: a lot, and uh, but you know he's he's had an incredible life and he's going to continue to
0: have an incredible life. But now he'll recover from this. It's uh, it's pretty bad on the legs, I understand, and uh, you know he'll figure a way. But he's a, he's a wonderful person. Aside from everything else, he's a wonderful person. Folks, again, that was uh, President Trump last night on Fox News Channel talking about the situation with uh, Tiger Woods. And President Trump, no one should think that the party belongs to anyone else. No one believes that the party should uh, be run. The the Republican Party is still the party of President Trump, and he's going to prove it this weekend. When he gives that speech at CPAC and uh, you watch, this is this is going to be obviously highly covered and people are excited about it. And President Trump deserves this. And he is uh, without question, he is going to be pumped up about it. And that's going to be this weekend. Folks, this portion of the program on this, uh, what is a delightful Wednesday with sunshine and the snow is melting is brought to you by West Fountain Autobody. Body. Now, listen, you still have to be careful because of all the snow and ice. Call West Fountain Autobody. Body. If you were in an accident or someone that you work with or a family member or a friend was in some kind of an accident, had some vehicle damage, call West Fountain Autobody, Body, 401 272 West Fountain Auto Body. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Get that vehicle repaired. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Now, a story that we have been covering is the story regarding the situation with Metacomet. And I want to get someone on the line that's been leading the charge on this. She is not afraid of anyone. She is fearless. She has been an advocate. She has been a community activist. We are, um, is this the great Lynn Miller? All right, folks, joining us right now is, in fact, Lynn Miller. Good afternoon, Lynn Miller.
3: How are you, John?
0: Very good. Now, Lynn, as I was just saying, you have been a leader on the situation with Metacomet. And I wanted to give uh, you a chance to give people an update on exactly what is going on with the situation that has affected so many people in East Providence, and really the well, entire state.
3: Well, uh, hopefully. Uh, well, we stand as far as with the city council, we're waiting for, the city council has hired their own attorney to do the eminent domain process. If we get that far, we have, they have hired the attorney to do or to get an appraisal done of the property. And then once the appraisal comes in, which should be a couple of weeks. Uh, They'll determine if they're going to go to court with it or not. Uh, We've also launched this morning a GoFundMe page to help KMG with our legal expenses and flyers and and whatnot. So we're, we're moving ahead and we're just waiting for the appraisal to come in. And then we get ready to jump.
0: Now, Lynn, what is the latest situation with Marshall?
3: Uh, they're, well, they're not moving at all. What they have been doing is dismantling the clubhouse on the property. Um, we had asked, KMG had asked a while ago, we had asked the council to get in writing a signed agreement with Marshall and the council Stating they wouldn't do any type of demolition until this eminent domain thing got settled. And we never heard a thing from council. So, they've been dismantling the clubhouse. They took out all the windows. They've pretty much emptied out everything on the inside. Um, They're just being rude. Wow. Yep. But we're not stopping, John.
0: No, you can't. People are depending on you. you we're know, are
3: not stopping.
0: And, and what about, where is Fast Facts in all of this?
3: Oh, who, who knows? He's down in Florida. He's supposedly starting up a new golf course with some more investors
0: oh, down there. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, I hope it works out for him. No. Now, Lynn, what can people do to get involved with uh, KMG and support your efforts on behalf of the community?
3: Well, they can go to our Facebook page, which is Keep Metacomic Green, and we've got all information there. We've got uh, videos, we've got petitions, we've got the GoFundMe page. Uh, They can ask anything. We're always willing to answer uh, anything they want. Just the Facebook page is wonderful.
0: And so, just so people understand, um, who is dealing directly is the, is the, is the East Providence involved who is it right now who's basically or maybe it's more than one person but who are the point people in dealing with Marshall and, and like they're quiet right now but what are their plans right now for the property has it changed
3: uh, nothing that we know of has changed for the property council would be the one the five council members would be the ones that are dealing with Marshall Okay. Um, As far as we know, uh, it's at a standstill, just waiting for the appraisal to come in. Now, uh, we 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 had the council hired their own attorney, and they did that because our city solicitor supposedly is not versed in eminent domain. Oh, I see. I'm. I, I agree, he's not versed in eminent domain, but I also agree he he can taint things. Okay. So, but that's neither to handle there.
0: Why did Why did they take down the clubhouse?
3: Well, they haven't taken it down yet. It's oh. just a shell right now. Yeah. John, they, it's it's all a game of being spiteful. Hmm. That's all it is because they didn't get their way or they're not getting their way. I don't know. Yeah. But But we're we're not getting many answers from council. The clubhouse should remain until eminent domain is settled. Uh, But they're not listening.
0: Hmm. Were um, were, Were you so many people have so many fond memories there. Where do things stand? People are asking me. Could it still uh, continue to be a golf course? What, what is your, what can you tell us about that?
3: Well, we're, we do have some in line that would like to keep it an 18-hole golf course. Yeah. Uh, and also have the venue, the public venue there, the clubhouse, and just keep it as it is and run it as a uh, semi-private golf course. Yep. Uh, and lease, lease it out from the city. Uh, the, you know, and then we've got others who, who are interested in, in making it a park, but it, that to me is, I, 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 as long as it stays green. Yes. But I would prefer, my choice is to, the city to lease it out to someone as an 18-hole golf course, Then you're getting the revenue from the taxes.
0: You
3: you don't have to maintain it because now you've got the lease person who will maintain it, and you don't have to worry about running it. Right. But, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Hmm. But that's my opinion. Okay. And that's all it is.
0: Yeah. But the idea that Marshalls, you know, they they were initially uh, planning on doing, you know, just complete. Uh, pavement and black tar and just make it like a plaza. Does that seem like it's on the back burner for now? No. Well,
3: they can as it stands now with the zoning they've got now, they can build certain things. Um, They can build an amusement park, they can build uh, dorms for colleges, things of that nature. Uh, They cannot build what they wanted to build. They wanted to
0: do a whole city within the city. Wow. And that
3: just that's not that's unacceptable. Yeah.
0: That's
3: unacceptable.
0: Yep. So Lynn so, and again folks was speaking with Lynn Miller, who uh is one of the you were one of the driving forces to me, if not the driving force behind KMG, which is keep metacomic green in East yeah. Providence. Once again, just to sum up, uh you're not going away. The organization's not going away. Uh Never. it it sounds as if did Faxon and Company did they get their money from Marshall like are they completely out of the equation now?
3: We well I don't have fact but I've been told they have not gotten their money yet. Oh wow.
0: Oh that's so, good.
3: But again, I haven't been I don't have any proof of that. So I probably shouldn't have said it. Mm. Uh, but you know who knows? Who knows?
0: Yeah. But but people should not give up on the idea that this is just, you know, people shouldn't think, oh, well, it's gone. You can't beat City Hall. This is going to be turned into a, a giant uh, black tar shopping Absolutely plaza. That not. is not the case in any way. We
3: are not stopping, John. If anything, we've heated up.
0: Yep. and And Lynn Miller, again, give out the information about the GoFundMe page and the website and mention... You know, listen, you, you're not operating alone. You're not an island. Uh, mention some of the people that have been involved with this with you.
3: Well, there's five of us that are actually the admins of KMG. And that's Candy Seal, Rosalind DeWitt, Heather Andrade, and Jane Crevier. Um, and we each kind of have our own job with with the whole thing. We just kind of picked up what we do best and, and we took off with that. Um, but our our Facebook page is Keep Metacomet Green. Yep. The GoFundMe is right on that Facebook page, so you know anyone can just go to that and click on it. It's got the link. It'll it'll show you everything. Um, and we just launched that this morning, so you know we're we're just we're doing what we can, and we're not going to stop.
0: And what about that old Coot Conley? Where is he these days?
3: Oh, you'd probably be able to tell me better because oh. we haven't heard a thing.
0: <coughs> that's odd. And to think, hey, oh, it cost he him. God. That's right. At least he's out of office. That old, yep. At least you got um, that old goat out of there.
3: <laughs> he, um, you know, he did what he did. And, and, well, we did what we did.
0: Yep. Well, Conley... He didn't want to keep Metacomic green. He just wanted Marshall to show him the green.
3: He, oh, you! If that doesn't speak volumes right there, yep. I listen. I get the guy is in business as an attorney.
0: What I get a that. he was! He was elected to serve the people, not sell out the people to and fast facts. And that's
3: exactly him. what he did. He yep. sold out. Oh yeah. Sorry, but it didn't go far.
0: That's right. And
3: you know we're we're just we're five residents, um, just doing what we should do. Yeah, we have a pristine piece of property. It's a Donald Ross original golf course. Think of that. And they want to tear it up. Terrible. Oh, I
0: don't think so. Nope. Now, folks, and Lynn also, folks, on with us is uh, Lynn Miller. Uh, what is your reaction on Governor Amundo waiting to be confirmed to Commerce Secretary, and what effect will this have on Takwatan? Well, uh, as far as and
3: her mom probably will move in with her sister. Um, as far as her leaving, bye bye.
0: Wow. But, bye. Lynn, last, what holiday was it? That we believe that Governor Mundo was at Taekwatan. Was it Mother's Day?
3: It was Mother's Day. Yeah,
0: that's right. So, yeah. now, do you know to this day there are people that work at Taekwatan that swear the governor went there and visited her mother at Taekwatan?
3: Oh, I know they do. I know they do. Uh, but, you know, John, this is a perfect example of do as I say, not as I do. Yep. I mean, everyone else was... Not able to visit their parents, yeah. not able to talk, you know, to talk with them in person. That's right. And she just, just poo-poo everyone. Yeah. yeah. See you later, bye-bye. Yeah, that's
0: right. And
3: yeah, I, no, they, she can go, I. that's fine.
0: Yeah, I hope, though, that Marshalls, I hope that they, uh, you know, let Fast Facts and his friends, let them fight Marshalls to try to get their money. Let them squirm hey, a little bit. You know? Those
3: five guys are out of the picture. They're long gone.
0: They are. We, okay. We
3: have one that lives in this city, John. Uh, that, wow. that completely ignores what's going on.
0: Yeah. Well so Greed is a tough it, thing. Greed is, is a tough thing. But you know thing.
3: what? We're determined. Yes. We're determined. Yeah. And we're not we're not stopping.
0: No. That's the good news. Folks, she is Lynn Miller with uh, KMG. Lynn, you are a force. I love the fact you did not back down to Fast Facts, and you certainly didn't back down to Conley. You sent him packing, and now you've set your sights on Marshalls. So if if Lynn Miller's in the picture, they better run for cover. Well, uh You're like the superhero of East Providence.
3: Well, I've had help,
0: John. Well, still, I've you're very help. modest as well. Now, before I let you go, that Cynthia Mendez, you helped get her elected. Is she still engaged with the group? She is 200% behind us. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good she to know.
3: She is phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Wow. Um,
3: she also has a petition.
0: Good. On,
3: on the, the Facebook page. Wow. With um, the elected officials. Good. On where they stand, Good. we're still waiting to hear from the elected official oh, wow. on where they stand. Yeah,
0: she seems like a fighter. She, uh,
3: she's she's wonderful. Yeah,
0: hey, she's she took out that old goat. Wonderful. She sent Conley packing. That was not an easy race.
3: Well, you know what? He earned it, John. Yeah, he earned it. Yeah, he thought he was just going to slide. Oh, in. Oh, yeah. And you know, everything would be fine and great, and yep. Marshall would just slide in. Well sorry. That's right. It didn't happen.
0: Conley reminds me of either Mr. Potter from Wonderful Life or he reminds me of uh, Larry, the mayor in Jaws.
3: And, you know, I have to say, John, I've known him for years and years and years. My
0: condolences.
3: (laughs) Minus the politics. He's he's not a bad guy at all.
0: Well, I don't know about that. But the
3: minute you put politics in there, it's like Cujo. Yeah. And Um,
0: What he doesn't understand is KMG can fight just as well. Listen, he underestimated Lynn Miller. Let's just, I'm going to be the one to say. He
3: underestimated this entire
0: city. Well, you can be modest, but much he, you taught him in fast facts in a lesson or two. So. Well, I'm
3: hoping they learned something yeah. out of
0: it. You know, why I remember there- who uh, Conley reminds me of. I just thought of it: is the guy in Poltergeist that he sold the development and never moved the graves, and then everything oh, starts happening. That's Conley. That's who. Uh, that's, that's the it, character. It's not going
3: to happen here. Nope. it's just—it's not, it's just, it's not going to
0: happen. Well, it's not going to happen on Lynn Miller's watch. I'll say that much. Now, well, I'm here. No. So they thought it was no. Glenn Miller. They didn't realize they were dealing with Lynn Miller. <laughs> well.
3: Hopefully he knows better
0: now. All right. Well, um, we're going to find out. He's been warned. Well, yep. It, it,
3: you know, they, they they asked for the fight. They got the fight.
0: Big time. Hey. Here we are. As Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth.
3: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right.
0: Lynn Miller, keep up the good work. Good to hear your voice. <laughs> Thank you, John. All right. There's okay. a, all right, Lynn, folks. Again, the great Lynn Miller. I enjoy uh, talking to her. She is uh, a character, folks. This portion of the John DePietro show at one thirty-one on this delightful Wednesday, folks. I love hearing that. Listen, it's sunny out, and it's just delightful out. The temperature, depending where you are, uh the temperature is right around fifty degrees, maybe a little bit more for some, but certainly right around there. Sun in the sky. How about this? Also, sunset five thirty tonight. And, oh, well, this is good news. Thursday, Friday, sunny and dry. By the way, folks, tomorrow, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Wherever you can hear my voice, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts or Connecticut, as I, it is Juan. Tomorrow is the COVID briefing. I will be there. Now, Governor Amundo said, and Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee will be at the briefing. You know, Governor Mundo cringing at the thought of a white male on stage. <clears throat> but I will be there. So, if you have a question, uh, the governor, I'll say this between CVS and Governor Mundo, they seem to have the vaccines running smoother now. It was a disaster at the end of, end of last week, and then it was a disaster on Monday. But with the good weather, it looks like over the next couple of days, it should go smoother, and people are getting their appointments. And I'm just looking, there's more good news ahead. Because Saturday, 70% chance of rain. Good, get rid of more of the snow. Sunday, 30% chance of rain. Good, get rid of more of the snow. And Monday, 50% chance of rain. Good, get rid of the snow. And then dry on Tuesday. And then more rain coming on Wednesday. And then more sun at the end of next week, which will be the first week of March. So I know. I I I know it seems odd. And I don't mean to focus on that. But listen, the weather, it does affect everyone. It's been uh, It certainly has been tough in um and without question, this is uh, with you know this has been this has been one of those old fashioned winters that we haven't had for a long time. Uh, remember, there was there were periods of time that we did not have a lot of snow, uh, but now this this snow on the ground um, I'll be glad. I was glad yesterday this morning looking. I could actually see our basketball court, and I could see oh there it is. It's not covered with snow, folks. This portion of the program now. They're open. It's a sunny day. What are you doing right now? Maybe you're in the car and you're listening to me on either 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Well, why not pop over and see Marie, the Queen of Health at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Call her at 401-305-3585. It's My Health, that old white church right there across from Davenport Restaurant that you've probably driven by a bunch of times on Menden Road pop in introduce yourself say hello marie now listen shop local i marie first of all is terrific i like having her on the entire business plan is focused on keeping you and your family healthy stop in and see her it's my health shop local you don't have to order things online you're helping a local business and everything inside is healthy it's my health where you can get vitamins Herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality integrity. At It's My Health, ten ninety nine, Menand Road, in Cumberland. I know you've driven past it. Your assignment for the day or this week is to pop in, say hello, Marie. I hear the the, the, the Mister Petro say the nice things about you. She has local products like the incredible acai berry, which is an antioxidant, or honey. She has local maple syrup. She has local beef fresh gum. She has Octave Skin Brushes at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, across from Davenport Restaurant. 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices that could be purchased by the ounce. How about a nice, nice hot cup of tea? Warm you up. Hemp and CBD products. For oral and topical use, she also has natural skincare, care products, essential oils, body oils, and soaps. It's my health because it's your health. Pop in and see her. Ten ninety nine, Mendon Road, in Cumberland. You shop local. You're shopping and you're buying things that are healthy for you and your family. Stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I also want to once again remind you, uh, visit the website. I have the video up of Governor Armando saying, you know, women are just better leaders than men. I mean, this this gender war that she's involved in is unending. And I think it's also, it's. I'll say it, I mean, she does have a son. She has a daughter, but she also has a son. And you know this whole business. I, I just this whole attitude of you know women only and men and da 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 and oh my God, it's just it just it is unending. But uh when you visit the website, someone asked me just the other day, uh sent me an email saying, John DePietro, where's this store that you talk about that has the the body armor, the tactical gear, the pepper spray? I'll answer the question. Now, if you log on to the website, to Petro.com, you will then, it's a direct link. It's called Surplus Provisions. It's in Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. It's a mile and a half from Garden City. And they have body armor, tactical gear, ammo, 9mm, 5.56, pepper spray, all sizes, and food storage. It's, uh, excuse me, Surplus Provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Stop in and see Tanya. Now, I want to play Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. In a um, in a bid to try to help her keep her job, uh, Channel 12 agreed to do a fluff interview with her, and I want to play some of this. Um, Dr. Scott reflects on how leading the state's COVID response changed her. You know, I I think it's a little early for these types of stories. People are still trying to stay alive, but let's uh, listen to what what it sounds like. One year later,
2: one person who certainly has become a household name, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott. She truly has been at the forefront of the state's
0: coronavirus response. Director of Rhode Island's health department has been grilled by reporters and made sweeping public health decisions. I don't know about grilled. A grill. year into
2: this pandemic now, 12 News anchor Kim Kalunian sat down with her to take a look back and also ask where we go from What's here. What's
0: it like being so brilliant?
2: Dr. Alexander Scott's father always knew she would become a doctor. Her mother became a nurse, despite being told the color of her skin would prohibit that. Now, as a parent herself, Dr. Alexander Scott tells me on her hardest days, it's her son who brings her solace.
1: Around that February time Away from the
2: podium and the spotlights of the vet's auditorium, Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott reflects on what landed her the leading role in the state's coronavirus response. Interestingly enough,
1: I was drawn to public health uh, when the last pandemic was here. H1N1. It was
2: 2009 when Dr. Alexander-Scott got her feet wet responding to a public health crisis. February of 2020 reminded her of those days.
1: You certainly hope that you don't have too many pandemics in uh, your career, and you can never imagine what each additional pandemic is going to be like. Um, So um, I wouldn't say it was a total surprise, uh, but it was also something that uh, no one could have imagined. The first case
2: of coronavirus. From day one. We are being extremely vigilant. Alexander Scott was the public voice of public health, delivering the hopeful.
1: We are moving in the right direction. Alongside the heartbreaking. Sadly, we have two additional fatalities. And taking the heat. Leader. She has continued to be engaged directly oh, the with us. Thank you for your question. Well, some of the longer days may have been times when uh, people were Who stopped rightfully concerned. Stop
0: the tape. First of all, that wasn't the early days. The sound they were just playing, that was Hummel demanding an answer because Governor Mundo wasn't there. So, they play sound of some of the early, that, that wasn't the early days. No one did say anything like that. That was, he was demanding, Where where is Governor Raimondo? Why isn't she at this briefing when she went underground uh, getting ready for the Biden, you know, Commerce Secretary nomination?
1: Earned or questioned or even angry about what they were experiencing. And I had to acknowledge that. One year into the pandemic, more
0: than right, 2,300 members have I, lost me
2: their hear- lives. Alexander Scott-
0: Hold on, I want to hear that again, where they're given the example of the tough questions and grilled this was last month. Hummel was saying, you know, where's Governor Amundo? That's what it was. It's kind of misleading to say, you know, in the early days, people were frightened and they were scared and rattling off questions at her. And my goodness, the drama hardly. The press wasn't even allowed for a while. We had to submit questions. Margie, o, Margie uh, O'Brien would then read them.
1: Voice of public health, delivering the hopeful. We are moving in the right direction. Misleading. Alongside the heartbreaking. Sadly, we have two additional fatalities. And taking the heat. Leader, she has continued to be engaged directly with us. Well, some of the longer days may have been times when uh, people were rightfully concerned or questioned or even angry about what they were experiencing, and I had to acknowledge that. One year into the
2: pandemic, more than 2,300 Rhode Islanders have lost their lives. Alexander Scott says she's driven daily by the motivation to keep that number from climbing, and buoyed by the blessings, big and small, in her own life. How has this experience changed you, personally and professionally?
1: In many ways. Definitely in many ways. I'd say the um, most prominent, I think Having lost my father at a young age, it already taught me to have a sense of uh, appreciation just for what you have and for life and not taking things for granted. Uh, So I already had uh, an element of that, and certainly the pandemic really strengthened that understanding.
2: Dr. Alexandra Scott tells me she doesn't look back on 2020 with any regrets, but says... There were many lessons learned. As far as the future, she was confirmed to another five-year term by the Senate just last year. Incoming Governor Dan McKee says he plans to keep her in charge of the state's coronavirus response.
0: Now, I have not heard that. That completely contradicts what Dan McGowan said about uh, Governor, Mon- oh, no, maybe maybe he did. But he also said that he's going to have his chief of staff, the former um, police chief in Cumberland, Tony Silva, that, that he's gonna be taking over. So I i think we'll we'll get more in case folks again right now at one forty two. We will know in the next week. It seeming it certainly seems Senator Whitehouse and Senator Reed are both saying and Chuck Schumer that early next week Governor Mundo will get a Senate vote. We have every reason to believe it'll pass. She is not considered a controversial nomination. There were some controversial nominations. She's not one of them. I know some people are reading into, well, what if Joe May... Listen, the, the, the person who runs her committee is a Republican. And he voted to put her out of committee. She. I, it, I think it's a matter of when. Now, unless Ted Cruz pulls some kind of a fast, um, a quick one, a fast one. I don't want to say fast. What if he uses some kind of maneuver to delay it? But right now... If you were to ask me at 143 on this Wednesday, I would say we, we have no reason to believe that she will not have her nomination passed. And I'll even say that, all right, so let's just say the Republicans, for whatever reason, if they were going to play a real hard line, they were. We already know there are a couple of Republicans who would break off. You only need 51 votes. But I would guess that gov- uh, Senator Romney and Susan Collins of Maine, and I think probably that governor of Alaska. At the very least, three. those are three Republicans. So I, we have every reason to believe she will get in, and then Lieutenant Governor McKee will be sworn in, and then he can start to get things in motion here. Folks, it's 144. Another story that's taking off is this woman, Lindsay Boylan. Have you heard about this? Put out a story, my story of working with Governor Cuomo. Boy, she's really going after the governor of New York, Governor Cuomo. And it starts off, this is him, they're on a plane. Let's play strip poker, she says. I should have been shocked by the governor's crude comment, but I wasn't. We we're flying home, October 2017 event in western New York on his taxpayer-funded jet. He was seated facing me, so close on knees, almost touched, His press aide was to my right, state trooper behind us. That's exactly what I was thinking, I responded sarcastically and awkwardly. tried to play it cool, uh, but in that moment I realized how acquiescent I had become. Governor Cuomo had created a culture with the administration. Sexual harassment, bullying, so pervasive, not only condoned but expected. His uh, inappropriate behavior towards women, affirmation that he liked you, must be doing something right, used intimidation to silence his critics. If you dare to speak up, you'd face consequences." That's why I was panicked on the morning of December 13th, enjoying a weekend, husband, six-year-old daughter. I spontaneously decided to share a small part of the truth I had hidden for so long in shame. The night before a former Cuomo staffer confided me, she too had been the subject of the workplace harassment. Of course, story mirrored my own. Seeing his name floated as a potential candidate for U.S. Attorney General sent me off. Um, I'm just skimming this a little bit. Um... Let's say uh, he abused his power. Um, then someone spoke out last week, that guy Ron Kim, assemblyman, spoke out uh, intimidation, abuse from Cuomo. Mayor de Blasio said the bullying is nothing new. Um, she says, I am compelled to tell my story. I expect the governor's top aides will attempt to forge disparage me. They'd lose their jobs if they didn't. I joined state government 2015 as the vice president of Empire State Development, promoted to chief of staff. Uh, my first encounter with the governor, January 6, 2016, then Madison Square Garden, promote the new Penn Station complex. After speech, he stopped to talk to me. I was new on the job. Surprised how much attention he paid to me. My boss soon informed me the governor, quote, had a crush on me. It was uncomfortable, but all too familiar feeling. Struggled to be taken seriously by a powerful man who tied my worth, my body, my appearance. Uh, director of the governor's office told me this email. Now, this is um, December. Uh, this happened supposedly in January. Now, she fast forwards to December. The governor suggests I look up images of Lisa Shields, his rumored former girlfriend, because we could be sisters. And I was, quote, the better-looking sister. The governor being calling me Lisa in front of colleagues. It was degrading. Um, and then she has the email. Uh, it was a great trip. the help, blah, blah, help? Linz. Um, he said, look up Lisa Shields. You could be sisters. You're the better-looking sister. Uh, I complained to friends. The governor got out of his way to touch me in my lower back arms and legs. Senior staff began keeping tabs on my whereabouts. Um. Uh, let's see uh, she's going to be in Albany but it's hard for her to concentrate without worrying about how the Gov's day is going in Rochester uh, Governor's seen about whereabouts oh okay um the governor's behavior made me nervous, but I didn't fear him until December 2016. Uh, they gathered at the Empire State Plaza Convention in Albany to celebrate the holidays and our year's work. After his remark, Governor Cuomo spotted me in the room filled with hundreds. As he began to approach me, I excused myself from co-works and moved upstairs to a more distant area of the party. Minutes later, I received a call. Unlisted number it was the governor's body person. Told me, come to the Capitol. The governor wanted to see me. may wade my way through the underground connection. As the uh, elevator took me to the second floor, I called my husband, told him I was afraid of what might happen. I was never afraid. I exited the elevator to see the body person waiting for me. He walked me down the hall. The governor's, are the cameras here, I asked him. I remember my mother's text warning the month before I worried I would be left alone with Cuomo. Scored in the office, passed the desk, uh, door closed behind me. First time in the office, the governor at the room, he, we were alone, showed me around, paused at one point smirked as he showed off a cigar box he told me President Clinton gave him the cigar box while he served as Secretary of Housing and Urban Development Uh, two decade old reference to President Clinton's fear with Monica was not lost on me well I don't know about that but anyhow the governor must have sensed my fear he finally let me out of the office tried to rationalize the incident at least he didn't touch me that made me feel safer his inappropriate gestures became more frequent. He gave roses to female staffers on Valentine's Day. Arranged to have one delivered to me, the only one on my floor. Signed photo of the governor appeared in my closed-door office while I was out. They were not so subtle reminders that the governor. Um, 2018, I was promoted deputy secretary. I turned the job down, not because I was, didn't want the responsibility. She, she said she didn't want to be near Cuomo. I finally accepted the position of the governor's insistence with one requirement. I keep my old agency office from on a separate floor from him and his inner circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the governor's harassment extended beyond just me. He made comments about the weight of female colleagues. He ridiculed them about their romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I tried to excuse his behavior. Left past the desk of Stephanie. Um, let's see. We were in New York office, 3rd Avenue. I got up to leave, walked towards an open door. He stepped in front of me. Whoa. Kissed me on the lips. I was in shock, but I kept walking. I left past the desk of uh, Stephanie Benton. I was scared she had seen the kiss. The idea that someone might think my hiring a the governor's crush, was demeaning. After that, my fears worsened. I came to work nauseous every day. Um, grew, uh, the, her relationship grew hostile. I got reprimanded. September 26th, I sent a mass email informing staff members of my resignation. Uh, There's part of me that will never forgive myself for being a victim for so long. Government exploited my weaknesses. Now, again, she's talking about Governor Cuomo. Um, And then two other people reached out to her. Um, So now this woman will be under attack, but uh, what other people are pointing out is that As we speak right now, CNN is ignoring the story. So this 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 is a problem. This is a problem for CNN and the governor's brother, uh, Chris Cuomo, without question. It is um, definitely a problem. I'm also seeing another headline. Romney, pretty sure Trump would win the GOP 2024 GOP nomination if he ran for president. Well, folks, again, it's a long way to go. Uh, Something to watch. Is what I talked about earlier. And again, folks, good afternoon on this delightful, sunny Wednesday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, This portion of the program is brought to you by JKL Engineering. Now, the heating season is here. Let JKL design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. Called J.K.L. Engineering. Now remember, they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Here's what I want you to know about J.K.L. Whether you're in Bellingham, or whether you're in Franklin, or J.K.L. is licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts, so you can call them if you're in Smithfield. You can call them if you're in Bellingham, 401-351-7600. What I want you to remember, estimates are free, and financing is available for both residential and commercial. 54 years in business. J.K.L. Reputation, second to none. Call J.K.L. Cal Engineering today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600, J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, it's John petro on this um, delightful Wednesday. Again, tomorrow will be the COVID briefing. Now, as I started to say, things are certainly uh, being upped. More vaccines are arriving. More people are receiving the vaccine. The number of people dying of COVID in our area is being greatly reduced. I believe over the next week, over the next, I think, five weeks, I believe, I, Juan Juan, I, John DePietro believe, when we hit April, I think we go into new territory. And I think people that are paying attention are sensing the same thing. So, for the fact that that um, Governor Baker is saying he wants children back in school April first, he is going to have a battle with the teachers unions. But it makes sense, folks. We are set for this. is good news. The vaccine is working. No one, to date, no one has that has received the vaccine has died from COVID. I repeat, no one. Who has received the vaccine has died from COVID. So what does that tell you? It means it's working. Now, we can't fully go back to normal, but it's going to feel a lot more normal. And you get a day like today, you could certainly sit outside today. You could certainly sit outside and have lunch or dinner outside today as the temperature is over 50 degrees and it's going to get continue that way. So the point, the reason I say that is I, I think we are headed towards a good place. I do. Now, if you find yourself in a bad place, what do I mean by that? I mean, if you find yourself in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Did someone hit your vehicle? Folks, there is a lot of melting. There is a lot of snow and ice. If you find yourself in an accident, call West Fountain. They'll repair your vehicle located at 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Call West Fountain Auto Body. They'll repair your vehicle. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. They'll handle everything for you. West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Well, folks, good afternoon. I want to again play that uh, Tucker Carlson is certainly um, right now. Certainly, somewhat under fire. And I want to go back to, boy, that Joy Behar's comments on The View are disgraceful. They really are. For her to say that Tucker Carlson needs to be taken, uh, by force, tied up, uh, possibly tortured, silenced permanently. This is a Joy Behar. With uh, Whoopi Goldberg earlier on the View. Listen right. to this.
3: What was your takeaway from this? Tucker Carlson needs to be, you know, tied up and put in the, in the corner somewhere, so we never hear from him
0: again. Um- you know, this continual—you know—why the, the, the continual talk about violence? President Obama, you know, gladly now tells the story. That someone slighted him as a youth and he punched the kid and he claims he broke his nose. Joy Behar disagrees with Tucker Carlson. What is her solution to it? And by the way, the the rest of them don't even do anything about it. She has, she's on the daytime show, The View. Her solution to someone she disagrees with is he needs to be taken by force. He needs to be tied up with zip ties. He needs to be put in the corner and executed and silenced permanently. How is that okay? How, how is that okay? You know, I'm big on free speech. I am. And again, folks, good afternoon at 157. It's John DePietro. You know, most of the time, most of the time, well, really all the time, when people say, for instance, they don't like Rachel Maddow, I say, I don't watch her. Turn the channel. Someone says they don't like Chris Cuomo. Don't watch it. I'm big on that. You know, if it, I to me, it should never be decided by either A, the small minority of people, or B, people that don't even listen. For many years, I never understood. The industry should have defended someone like a Howard Stern. But the other side, and they said, no, like Rush Limbaugh, what was the solution? Whether it's David Cicilline. Or Sheldon Whitehouse, their solution is you disagree with them, they shouldn't be allowed to talk. That's their solution. Joy Behar, she disagrees with Tucker Carlson. What is her solution? He should be tied up, executed, and permanently silenced. Now, again, I, I'm, I'm big. One thing I agree with Bill Maher on is Bill Maher, whether you like him or not, but he's a big free speech guy. And someone that's been the target many times of some of these groups I lean towards that. You don't have to listen. You don't like it. You don't have to listen. I have never understood. You have 100 people, as an example, that enjoy listening to Rush Limbaugh. And then you get three people that don't like it. Or fill in the blank with anyone, whether it's Imus or Stern. I'll say someone other than myself. I've never understood or agreed with this policy that even though there's, you know, you have 100 people, as an example, 98 of them like the show. No, you have to listen to the two that don't and this solution is always oh he shouldn't be allowed shouldn't be talking senator sheldon whitehouse on twitter well you know what we need to do is as a sitting u.s senator on the judiciary committee i want to go after you know whitehouse is saying he wants to go after anyone that advertises on the tucker carlson show now folks that is a complete abuse of power and if you're senator sheldon whitehouse listen whether you like it or not he's got clout in Washington. He picks up the phone and calls, you know, pick someone and says, how would you like to have some legal trouble? How would you like to have some regulatory problems? I better not see your ads running on Tucker Carlson anymore. That's complete abuse of power. Shouldn't be allowed. All right. Now, folks, coming up, it's John DePetro on this beautiful Wednesday. And um, final week of February coming up is going to be the two o'clock news And then the John Dion program. I'm back tomorrow at 11. And again, I will be at the COVID briefing. We'll find out whether or not Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee is there. If you want to reach me or have a question, please go to the website, dipetro.com. Stay tuned. Two o'clock news.